0: When we dedicate a baby to the Lord, it's the immediate family and such, grandparents and nieces or uncles and aunts, but it's also the church family. I have a few things written down here that I'm just gonna mention here in regard to Quinn. You've been up here two weeks in a row now, haven't you? (laughs) Getting to know this angle. But uh, Gwen is a very special yes. person, uh, you know, not only to dad and mom and sisters and the family here, but to God. very special, and you're n- unique. There's only one Gwen Elizabeth Johnson, at least this Gwen Elizabeth Johnson. anyway. <laughs> I know there's lots of Johnson, so <laughs> but um, you're very unique. No one like Gwen Elizabeth. And God has set you and placed you in this family. Gwen Elizabeth, you think she's not here and she might be getting more than what you think. You know. (laughs) For this time in history, right now, 2020, you're living in and uh, you and your life's plan come from God himself. They come from God himself, your father God, when Elizabeth. And God's plan for you is a good plan. And like your mama wanted sung this morning, not to just survive, but to thrive. Amen. Uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace, of good, and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. And Gwen, you have a personal angel, a guardian angel for you through your life. You do. It says in Matthew 18:10, "Beware that you don't look down upon a single one of these little children, for I tell you that in heaven their angels have constant access to my Father." Jesus said that. And then here's just a note: Children learn by how we live before them. And then they live what they have learned. So I have a question first for you, parents, Dan and Becky. Do you promise to raise your child to know God through the example of your own personal walk with him? I guess that's a good place to, for one answer. We do. And do you pledge to be a hearer and a doer of the word of God yourself? And by doing this, teach your child the value of learning the scriptures? We do. And will you be parents that you would desire your child to imitate in their lives as they grow up? We do. Yes. Okay, and then I have a question for the rest of you up here, but also for all of you as well. And That is, do we promise to pray for Gwen and her parents, And will we be supportive and encouragers to this child and her parents in the ways of the Lord? And remember, we as believers are members together of Christ's body. Hallelujah. And we're gonna pray over Hallelujah! I see two babies up here.
1: Yes, I <laughs> saw that.
0: Too. <laughs> They're multiplying.
2: <laughs>
0: All right. Why don't you just can you stand and just reach out a hand? And we're going to anoint her with oil, which represents the Holy Spirit. And I've asked Joyce to lead out in prayer. Here, we anoint you with oil in the name of Jesus. Elizabeth in the shape of a cross because by faith we believe that one day you will personally receive Jesus as your Savior. Hallelujah. Okay, let's pray together.
1: Father, we thank you for this, your gift of life. You wanted Gwen Elizabeth to begin to live, so she could live, move, and have her being every day of her life in you. We thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for your presence in and upon Gwen Elizabeth.
0: Yes.
1: In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. 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 And Lord, we just thank you for your covering and your protection. Yes. Your blessing, your favor, your direction, and your provision throughout Gwen's life. Yes. In Jesus' name, and we just see that circle of your Holy Spirit around her. Yes. Bringing her to that place where she will receive you personally. Yes. And we know that she's in your hands right now as well. Yes. Jesus name. We pray that blessing over this little one too.
2: Yes, yeah. What's
0: the name of this little one here? Henry David. Henry David. Gwen's cousin. Okay. Henry David. Well, we're not dedicating him to the Lord today, but we can sure pray over him if you'd like to. We just pray your blessing over Henry David too, Lord. Yes. And your protection. How old is he? Seven weeks. Seven weeks. Your covering, you, your protection Lord. over Henry David, in yes. the name of Jesus, your yes. blessing, yes. your favor, protection, yes. provision in Every his way. life, your direction in his life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, thank you. He could be a part of this too. Yeah. Amen. Delight Amen. Yourself in him, Lord. Right. And then, Dan, I didn't. I saw part of your. Turn around. on. What does your shirt say? <laughs> Dad of three girls, number. Outnumbered. Hashtag outnumbered. Hashtag outnumbered. <laughs> okay. God bless you. You can have a seat and the kids will release, and everybody else remains standing and find somebody you don't know, if possible, you know, here. And go greet them, even if you got to move around a little bit.
2: Hallelujah. Good morning, everybody. Well, a little must be some snow in the ears. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, there we go beautiful Uh, We're gonna pray over our tithes and offerings today. Just a reminder. We have boxes on the back where you can place those Um, so father um, As we've seen today, I think today as we've seen babies being dedicated. I think that's a good example of um, Something to keep in mind even as we go back and do something that maybe seems sort of mundane putting money in a box in the back of the church Um, Every week we come to the same place, we sing songs, we do some of the same sort of things over and over again, and it's easy to forget that what we're doing is we're coming here and we are um, using that word dedication, we are dedicating ourselves, our lives, our families, our our finances, (laughs) everything that we have and do and say, it's all for you, Jesus. So I pray that as we place our money in the back, as we put our tithes and offerings, that we would remember that that's what we're doing, Father. That we are dedicating ourselves to you here at the beginning of the year and throughout the year. Dedication, Father. We love you. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you that when we place those things in your hands, that we are putting them in the hands of a good, good God. So, in your name, Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Uh, Just a few announcements before we get into the Word here. Um, Fellowship meal will follow this service today, Adana Maria have some great food that they're preparing right now for us. Uh, Wednesday activities, we're believing the weather's going to be great for that this Wednesday night, so we'll be able to have all those services that you're seeing up there. And of course, they start at 9 with quilting, but then 1 o'clock Bible study, and then later in the afternoon is the children's and youth ministries and Bible study in the evening and so forth. We do have a couple of future events that we want to mention. Item Jacobs is going to be 97. Darwin and I, there was a little bit of a question how old she is, I guess. But uh, on next Sunday, it'll be at 1 o'clock at Havenwood Care Center. So that's for Item Jacobs. And then on March 7, there'll be a baby shower for Abby Cootley and her and Doug's baby uh, here at the church anyone interested in coming to the shower is encouraged to sign up your name and email this sunday at the welcome center in the foyer and then we want to uh, thank those that went up on the roof last week after the meal and did shoveling don't look out the window right now but i saw you look (laughs) isn't that something you know, the, the word says this, the, the strength of sin is the law. And something about it when we're told not to do something, it just shows what's really inside. <laughs> well, really, we as believers now, we're the righteousness of God in Christ. So we, now it's the, the unrenewed mind and the flesh that we deal with, like Doug and Abby were bringing out last week. But as, if you looked out, you can see, yes, it is snowing again. But I'm thankful, it just makes us all more thankful that we got some of the snow off there, but thank you very much. Thank you to those that did that, right? And then we have, uh, uh, continue to pray for Tim and his trip to Egypt. They were going to fly out on Friday, but the storm, the plane that was going to come and get them in Fargo couldn't land because of the storm, and so I think they're flying out today now instead. So uh, we continue to lift that up or him up in the situation there for just a very successful in the timing of the Lord for that. Some, uh, sometimes, you know, we can, be, we can be in the peace in the midst of the storm. We can walk in the peace of the Lord, even in delays. Because we trust, we trust in Him. We trust in Him. But our message today, we could have the title of Looking Ahead with 2020 Vision Part Two. Some things from 2019 need to be put behind us so that we can look forward in this new year with 2020 Vision. Um, as I mentioned last Sunday, Doug and Abbey. They did an excellent job of exhorting us to be looking into the mirror of God's word to see who we really are. That's where we see who we really are. And they shared if I can get my technical difficulties. These are manual technical difficulties. Um, but anyway. They shared that when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we become new creations, having the very Spirit of God joined together with us and living with us in these bodies. And they went on indicating that there is still, as we just mentioned, unrenewed mind and the flesh to deal with in our lives. But there's a great need now in our lives to focus on the wonderful things that are now true about us. And where do we find those things? In the word of God, in the word. And uh, when we turn our thoughts to what we see in God's word of light and life, and away from the things of darkness from our past, we will experience freedom. Some of these things I really feel are points to emphasize and sink in, I, I have those on the on the wall there because they're things that are, I believe, important. <clears throat> and that can be things of the past that's from 2019, but you know what, it might have been from this morning. Something from this morning that would cause darkness or a cloud or a shadow to be over us well it's learning to have our focus and our sight fixed on the mirror of the word that tells us the truth about ourselves, rather than on the negative things the dark things that would be there trying to encroach on us uh, John 8 31 and 32 says this Jesus said to the, to the Jews who had believed him, if you continue in my word, you are really my disciples. And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Jesus said that. And you know, from this scripture, we can deduct some important things. The positive side would be that if we continue in the word, we are really Jesus' disciples. The negative side would be that if we do not continue in the Word, we are not really Jesus' disciples. I'm talking about continuance, continuing in the Word of God in our lives, not just starting out like a seed sprouting and then wilting down, but staying in the Word, staying strong. Number two positive side, if we continue in the Word, We will know the truth. We will know the truth because the Word is truth. The other side is if we do not continue in the Word, we will not know the truth. To continue means to remain, to abide, to dwell in the Word. And then number three, positive side, if we continue in the word, we will be set free from all the junk and all the baggage, all the baggage. I think Dane mentioned baggage this morning from the past. If we continue in the word, we will be set free. But if we do not continue in the word, we will not be set free from that baggage. You see that? I mean, those are just simple truths that we see there in that scripture. But let's stay on the positive side of life. Let's stay on that side and let's put the darkness of our past behind us as we enter into this new year we already have entered. And here's a scripture that the Apostle Paul penned that we'll read from Philippians 3. It says, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brothers, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And you know, a new year does bring a new opportunity for us to put the dark and burdensome things of the past into the past. And that's what allows us to have that 2020 vision. It's an opportunity to be free from the things like guilt and condemnation that would try to hang over us They can hang over a person or clouds of fear or clouds, lots of kind of stuff. But what it does is it affects our vision and our future for what's coming forth, what's coming in 2020. And I believe there's great things coming forth in this year for each one of us. Not just surviving, as Becky would have us know, but thriving. Not just surviving, but thriving. Let's say that. Not just surviving, but thriving. But we do miss it sometimes, right? Is anybody here that hasn't missed it or didn't miss it in 2019? I know that even in 2020, we could say there's no one that has not. Uh, There's no one that has not sinned where we've missed it. We're talking here about missing it either in our thoughts our meditation or our words or actions aren't you glad that our salvation does not come because we are perfect we'd never get there another question is there anyone here who has had the revelation of the power and the redemptive work of jesus christ to forgive all sin that's in your life revelation it comes by the spirit of god that we really know that we know has the light bulb turned on for you yet that your sin is forgiven Jesus took care of the sin problem. He paid the full price for every sin, for every person on this planet. I saw recently a quote of Kenneth Hagin. He said When the sinner comes to Jesus, his sins are remitted, blotted out, his sins cease to exist. They do not exist anymore. Isaiah 43:25, I, God, yes, I alone will blot out your sin for my own sake and will never think of them again. I will never think of them again. Then we shouldn't either. If the thought comes, don't take it. See, so we can either take a thought or reject a thought. Just because the thought comes, it's not a sin. Did you hear what I said? It's not a sin just because you have a thought. But the thing is, do we take that thought or do we reject that thought? The Lord is teaching us, he's training us to be like bouncers. Bouncers. Bouncing out those thoughts that are not the right thoughts. And we're all going to be getting thoughts that aren't the right thoughts. You probably had some today. Maybe you've had some already just since I started speaking. One shape or form or another. Bouncing them. Hebrews 10, 16 says, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their heart and in their minds. I will write them. Then he adds, Their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, what do we do now? We consider it done as far as we are concerned because what God says is true. It is truth. And then we must turn away from sin, that sin, that specific sin, the thing that has been trying to haunt us. We just turn away from the thoughts, the words, the actions where we missed it and walk in the light of what we know is right. Would you start walking in the light of what we know is right? Turning from the darkness to the light equals life. Turning away from sin and darkness to light, this word is light. It is the truth, it is the light of the universe. And that's really turning away from our enemy Satan into our loving God. It's a foregone conclusion that turning from the darkness of death into the light of life is good. Say good. Good. That's a nice word, isn't it? I like it. It's good. It's better than bad. Bad is bad. Good is good. The word brings good to us. It brings good to our meditation and then to our words. And then to the atmosphere around us it's a foregone conclusion that turning from the darkness of death to the light of life is good it says in Matthew 4 16 the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light and upon those who sat in the region of the shadow of death light has dawned and that's where when Jesus came forth into this earth From that time jesus began to preach and to say repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand jesus brought light to the darkness in this earth so now we can see and then he calls people to repent and live in his kingdom life we see and then we turn from the darkness the darkness and it tries to encroach on us in a culture in the darkness of culture around us but we cannot just go down the stream flow down the river we're we're really rowing upstream in the culture where we live and the word of god shows us where to row where to go and jesus said to repent to turn away from the darkness jesus brought light to the darkness in this earth so now we can see and he calls us to repent to live in this kingdom life and what does he mean when he says repent strong says to think differently or afterwards to reconsider, to repent my spiritual life bible a note there says repentance is a decision that results in a change of mind in which in turn leads to change in focus, direction, actions, and words. This is one of those messages today where there's lots of stuff coming forth, lots of stuff, and the Holy Spirit's gonna help us to glean and take what we need here. But there's that decision. Jesus was exhorting the people to turn from the kingdom of darkness and death to his kingdom. The kingdom of life and light turning from a focus on darkness to light will bring a life-altering change of direction to our lives and affect us in every way possible it changes things from death to life jesus said that he came to earth to bring people life zoe the god kind of life jesus said that in john 10:10. he said the thief comes to steal kill and destroy I came that you might have and enjoy life, that's the Zoe life of God, have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. And this kind of life is known and experienced through oneness with God. And again, as Doug and Abby were sharing last week, that's what has happened to us. God's very spirit has come to dwell within us. We are now new creations in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are, that's how we can live this way, through the power that he brings to us. But we need to turn from the things of darkness. There may be some folks in here this morning that you feel like there's a cloud over you from something from the past, or maybe more recent, something very recent. I was just asking the Lord this morning, is there some illustration you want me to share in my life of something where it was starting to affect me that way? And just like that, I had this thought of, it was way back in 1973, I believe. That Joyce and I were on, well, 1973 was quite the year for us because she had been in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And, and then I came there for a, for a year's assignment of uh, volunteer work in a youth center there and uh, we received the baptism in the holy spirit does anybody know what that is have you heard of that about five of you <laughs> 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 us northern minnesotans are pretty <laughs> sometimes but okay so we received the baptism in the holy spirit and that's how i how I was there you know when I came there pretty staid and stoic and in my you know we knew the Lord growing up my dad was the preacher the pastor and he preached the gospel and we knew it and we were saved but as far as expression and power of the spirit there was a certain amount of that but wow there was a certain amount that was missing as well But Joyce and I both came into that early after I got there to Grand Rapids. Uh, We came into the power of the Holy Spirit and what a change. I was never that hungry for the Word of God before until after I had received the baptism in the Spirit. We received the prayer language, tongues, which was something that I hadn't experienced before. I had shied away from it that people had told me to you know be careful of that but then of course the word also says forbid not to speak with tongues so what is that well we we came to know and we received and the power was there we were involved in a Monday night youth group we called it action group it was at Bob and Shirley Godfrey's house where we saw kids getting saved and filled with the Holy Spirit and praying for us praying for healing Tremendous healings coming forth. I mean, the kids come and I worked in a a street side youth center. We were in a hard section of town where there was a lot of drugs and a lot of, actually a lot of sniffing at that time. There was a drug called, or not a drug, but it was a cleaning, it was an ingredient in a cleaning um, product that, the kids would steal from a factory and they would sniff it and they'd get high and all this was destroying them, destroying their brains. But they would come into the youth center and then they would receive the Lord or we'd bring them to this Monday night action group and they'd receive the Lord and things were really happening. We went home and we were just full full of God. I mean, God was flowing out of us. He was pouring out of us. And um, in his power, great things happening. Great things happen, I mean, remember my parents came and, and uh, visited, and they were opening up to these things too. And they stayed by Bob and Shirley, I believe, or maybe stayed by my Aunt Belle. And dad was healed, I remember, of diverticulitis at that time. Pastor Sean prayed over him. I remember that, lots of things like that were happening. We went, I was, there might've been one night a week I wasn't in a Bible study or a prayer meeting or something. And of course, part of it was, that's what was happening at that time. It was 1973, it was during the Jesus movement and the charismatic movement and so forth. But something happened and we went home for Christmas Joyce and I did, and we drove, we were driving through back to Michigan from South Dakota, and we had a car accident. And it was an iffy thing if it was our fault or the other guy's fault, it was on the interstate, and it was just southeast of Chicago, and the other man flipped his car and he had injuries on his hand. It wasn't severe, but he ended up in the hospital, and and we had insurance, but it was just, you know, up to, I can't remember now what the amount was, but it wasn't astronomically a lot. I mean, it was, and you know what? That, the enemy tried using that in my life to just put a crunch and a cloud and to suffocate that we had been going so well, so strong in the Lord and all of a sudden it was like (laughs) crushing, 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 crushing crushing. because I didn't know it was going to happen, you know. As far as the insurance and all that, if it was our fault and It was really weighing on me. I still did everything I did before, but there was just, has there anybody ever been there before with something? Maybe there's somebody here this morning there. And what we're saying, what I'm saying is, don't focus, don't have your meditation be on that. I know it's easy to say and not so easy to do, But I'm telling you this morning how things are going to be on December 31, 2020 will be greatly affected in your life by what you do with that, what I do with it. Now there may be more minor things too. For me, this was a pretty big deal for me, it was a big deal. I was reminded of it every day because what happened was we were pulled on the side of the interstate and a a pickup truck that was filled with tropical fish or it wasn't a pick it was some kind of a vehicle i think pickup that had a carrier on it of some kind <clears throat> but anyway it was filled with tropical fish thousands and thousands of dollars worth of fish and it hit the left rear part of our car and then it flipped in the air, hit on the interstate, and shh, I just looked up, and all I saw was sparks flying all the way down the interstate. And, uh, and so that, that's, that's what was taking place there, and it, it just was in my mind. You know, it stayed, tried to stay in my mind, but the vehicle, our vehicle, the whole fender was bashed in. I had to stick a rag in the gas can because it ripped the whole thing, the cover off of it, and uh, the back windshield had popped out and so we had a piece of plastic over that. And, uh, so every day I'd get in the car <laughs> and I'd see that as I'd go to work It's kind of hard to put something behind it you when you're looking at it every day, you know, when you're seeing it, you know. Can we do it? Yes. We can. I learned to. Seems like, Joyce, I don't think you had that problem, did you? I should really have you up here again this week. I didn't know I was going to get into all this until this morning. But it's what the Lord wants for this morning. Joyce, why don't you get the microphone and come here a minute, Joyce. Sorry. Joyce goes. (laughs) You got a microphone? Okay, it's right there. Yeah. I I gotta ask you because I don't know for sure were you dealing with the same is it on no it's on
1: no because that was fear yeah. that's when the spirit of fear started working in you
0: that's when it started
1: i think so before we were mar- were we mar- we weren't married yet no because just shortly really? after you we think got married He started having panic attacks, but we didn't know what that was from or whatever But that's I think if I'd say anything To identify when something seems like it's washing you Pressuring you Well, it's not the Lord Psalm 119 verse 68 says God is good and he does good. So what you were experiencing was not of God, for sure. So we identify that. And then if it is, if there's fear, if you fear your your mind, your thoughts, we speak to it in the name of Jesus. And if it has to be over and over repeated.
0: So you think that's when the initial time was that I <laughs> we're having a little counseling session here now. <laughs> so you think that's when I'd never really thought that before right now, to be honest with you. I never I thought it
1: when we were sitting over there because as you're describing it, there's a torment.
0: Even while I was talking just mm-hmm. now?
1: you were what you experienced back then was tormenting you because you could not be in charge of it you would have done it had it different this was beyond your ability
0: yeah so you weren't worried at that time about it you didn't i i had to keep trusting the lord you didn't deal with worry and fear and all that kind of stuff
1: I think I dealt with frustration,
0: <laughs>
1: because that's what you were you were dealing with yeah. those well, things. You see,
0: it was my car, it was my insurance, <laughs> it was, and I didn't know I was going to marry you yet, or you. I guess you, you knew I was you. I, you knew I didn't know yet. Oh, this is the light is coming on. There's revelation coming. (laughs) See, I told you you were supposed to be up here this morning. (laughs) Joyce doesn't like being up here, just like a lot of some of you probably don't either. It's not easy, but I know there's an anointing on her too to bring forth stuff. Amen. But, uh, okay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Is that it? I don't know. I don't know. Huh?
1: <laughs> I'll just I think sit. so. You're
0: done. No, don't sit. Stay here. Okay this is me, this is what's happening to me, how about you? I don't think I'm the only one. Now some of you have had revelation of where you know the source was for a long time. I can't believe that I never saw that before. Because it is true, it wasn't until after that that I had, it was a while after that that I had See, I had a panic attack. That was after we were married, though, right? Which would have been like a year and a half later. So... And I remember that well, because
1: I was um, teaching in a small Christian school. Actually, I was the principal of it. I had a lot of responsibilities. But during those first few months, there would be times I'd come home from work, and you'd, well, we know now it was a panic attack, but he would ask me to call Dad and Mom Pomp over because he thought he was dying. And he wanted to say goodbye to me, how much he loved me, how much he loved them. And um, it was very real, to him, what he was experiencing was very real. It wasn't a figment of his imagination. I mean, his heart would be racing, he'd be sw- his sweaty. He would have to be laying down. Um,
0: no, but he that kept
1: I going to the word and to the Lord, I saw that about
0: him. Yeah, and we... And I watched you know, God's deliverance in your then, life you know, back then, of that. Back at that time, this is way back, you know, 75 or so, they weren't calling, maybe they were, but my doctor didn't say panic attack. You know, I did have my heart checked out and stuff, but he said, it's fine. but I really did, I thought I was, you know, I just thought of the testimonies we had at the pastoral retreat. There was some similar things there. Uh, But see, we have an enemy, he's seeking whom he may devour, but we're not gonna allow him. But I better tell the the end of this though. You know, I'm seeing this now. (laughs) But maybe that was the entrance point. Because see, what I was dealing with was a spirit a spirit of fear not just common fear that we deal with every day which we do which can be bad but a spirit of fear some place maybe it was there i need to think on that a little more but maybe i don't need to think about it <laughs> i need to just put it behind but but uh, the thing is that yes what did i do okay back there in 75 just married thought I was dying. I remember one time at least saying goodbye to Joyce because I thought I was ready to leave and uh, but I did. I got in the Word. I just got in the Word strong. That's where I started writing on 3x5 cards. I found scriptures and this is something for you today. Your area, maybe it's not fear, maybe it's something else. Maybe it's some sickness or disease, maybe it's in your body. Maybe it's in your emotions, maybe it's envy towards somebody else, or unforgiveness, or bitterness. There's lots of stuff that can be there from the past that is putting a cloud over you, that's making a cloud over you. That's trying to ruin, put that light under a bushel, like it tried to do with me there in 73. And it probably was stand there for a while until what happened was I, I got in the Word. I heard a lot of teaching, you know, about deliverance from fear. I saw a lot of other teachers in the Word dealt with similar type things. Or have you ever noticed that a lot of the teachers that really can impart things to you, they've been through stuff in their lives and they share how they came through it well that's a word for us too this morning things that you're going through the Lord can use that as a platform in the future for you to help somebody else that's right in a way that you maybe couldn't have otherwise but that's what i did i got in the word i got in the word it took a while let me tell you it did but i stayed with it and sometimes some days it was harder and sometimes less but Joyce stood with me as well how important is a husband and wife to stay strong or you're a close friend of yours you know to to bring you the word of god to keep telling you the word the truth and not pitying you but showing compassion and real love, speaking the truth. Where's the truth, Doug and Abby shared with us? It's right here, the mirror of the Word. And we just need to keep it before us. That's why I made three by five cards. But there was a point in time as I continued doing that, all of a sudden I realized it wasn't there anymore and it hadn't been there for for I don't know how long, maybe even weeks or a few months even. Hey, something's different. So I received deliverance that way. Deliverance can come instantaneously as well, like from addictions and from fear and so forth. There's lots of ways. God will do it for us whatever way he can, but he wants to deliver you this morning. Now, am I, am I saying all these things are evil spirits? No, they aren't. They don't have to be. You now, sometimes we just put out a handle there of, of fear, a flesh handle. But sometimes a demonic thing can get a hold of it too. Or sometimes a traumatic thing can allow an entrance of it, but maybe that accident was a traumatic experience. That, but I've been walking in victory for years yes. over that. Yeah you know i did it did happen when we moved up here that i dealt with it tried to come back and at that time joyce actually experienced it briefly on a walk i believe that spirit of fear so she knew that i wasn't crazy or something i mean that i actually was experiencing something you know there that right so the Word of God, prayer for deliverance, we don't want to walk in that, we want to let our light shine, we want to put the past in the past, we want to have revelation that our mistakes where we've missed it, fear is, you know the truth is, fear is, to be walking in fear is a mistake or it's sin. You know a lot of times it's easy to look or point at certain things that seem pretty obviously sin, but maybe we don't see worry that way. But really, sin is just as much of, I mean, worry is just as much of sin as some of the other things that might come to our mind. But through Jesus Christ, through His power, it's not by our own might power, but it's by His spirit, we are free. We are free. And we take this opportunity right now, we're turning this into a prayer room right now. In the name of Jesus, you just bring that thing that you know is there, that you've been dealing with from the past. Right now, you bring it before the Lord. Just, that's all of it. Just just take your hands like this and just bring it like this. Just do what I'm doing. We bring it before the Lord. We say, Lord, this is, yours. this is yours I'm not going to keep it and this is no matter what this is in my, our lives we give it to you Lord we give it to you Lord we cast it upon you the burden of it the crushing of it the load of it the care of it, the worry of it the fear of it the fear, it, the fear itself we cast upon you Lord Maybe it's connected with a relationship with someone. Oftentimes that's exactly what it is. Lord, we, we just give that person over to you. We forgive. We may not feel like it, but that's not what we're talking about. We're deciding to do it. We're making a decision to forgive that person who hurt us, that person who offended us maybe it was physically or financially or maybe it was mentally or emotionally or we just felt abandoned or we just felt separated from Oh Lord we thank you for your Holy Spirit who is here right now to do your work and as we cast all the junk upon you and all the baggage, we receive anew and afresh your Holy Spirit. And may we apply your word, may we walk in your word, may we be looking in your word, not taking our eyes off of your word. But that, may that be our meditation that we may not be conformed to this world but transformed by the renewing of our mind that we may prove in our life what is that good acceptable and perfect will of God in Jesus name so that we might not just survive in this life but thrive. That's what the Lord would say this morning that each one of us and those that are hearing this online that we would not just survive in this these days before us but that we would thrive as we look to your word that we would thrive hallelujah in Jesus name we would thrive in Jesus name thank you Lord Is Mathis doing today? Is he, is he doing better with the lemon stuff or? He is in there. Okay. Tomorrow, okay with Mathis, Dudley. Is she, how old is Mathis? Eight. Eight? Um. I think the the scheduling looks like sometime not too long there would be open heart surgery to put a new valve in his heart and so forth. You know we're just believing we're praying for health and healing and life, long life for Mathis uh, strong life. You know God placed him in this earth. Just the things we were saying over Gwen there a while ago that's true of Mathis as well. And Lord, our desire would be that you would just do a surgery in there without even the doctors, but we know you do use doctors and surgeons. We're so thankful for them, too, what they can do. We really are, Lord, but we just thank you. Your hand is on him, and we pray for, yeah, we just pray about that, the decisions of this doctor team. Insurgent team, Lord, for Mathis, in Jesus' name. And you're covering over Kent and Chantel in this time as well, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We do lift up Tim on his way to Africa there. Lord, today we just pray for that whole team, we pray even the delay will somehow work for good, work things for good there in Jesus name and if you would like prayer we welcome you to come there will be people here ministering afterwards, Lord we pray over the meal that we're going to partake together, the fellowship meal we just thank you for that in Jesus name Thank you for the food. Thank you for those who prepared it and serving it. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Yes. New revelation every day. Yes. In Jesus' name.